Welcome to the Higher Self Podcast. My name is Pete Gilfell, and I'm here with my business partner, Natural. We're all about helping people become better business people or just become business people. Good morning, Nat. Good morning, Pete. What are you up to today? Oh, I am pumped up. <laughs> Did you go to the gym or what's going on? Oh, no, I'm so excited. I found the next business for us. Okay. So, I know we uh, always we always are uh, tempted. <laughs> always looking for new businesses, right? So, so <laughs> you're not at this phase yet. I'm at this phase. I got multiple kids at college, right? And when you got kids at college, you're moving them in and out of dorms or homes, oh, apartments, yeah. right? Right. And it's a real pain in the butt because you get all their stuff there, and then nine months later, you got to take it back, right? And it's just you got to have enough vehicle space and it's just my girls uh just tend to have so much crap right but the deal is you got to <laughs> deal with all this kind of stuff so right. i find out that there is a business that helps parents like us and students with their stuff in regards to helping them move out so that there actually, is that a, seems pretty genius yeah there's a business called zippy U. And what okay. CPU does is delightful. It is awesome, and I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> CPU basically delivers boxes to your kid's dorm room or apartment okay. or whatever it may be. And literally, they fill up the boxes, and then they you schedule a time for them to pick up the boxes and all the other stuff, like the little futon and the fridge <laughs> and the boxes and all, all that kind of stuff that fills up your car, they pick it up, they take it, they store it safely. And then they basically, when the fall comes on, you got to bring them back. They deliver it right to the new dorm room or the new apartment. Is that not the most awesome business? Oh, it is making me exhausted just thinking about doing all that. I would love to outsource that. Yeah, couldn't wouldn't that be a great franchise? That it would just, be. Yeah, right. I mean, if it, well, uh, managing it, franchise management. If you have to manage it, it, it I'm sure be a lot of moving parts. I mean, I know they use like barcodes to track everybody's stuff, and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of systems behind it. But mm-hmm. w- w- way to take away a lot of pain from parents because filling up the <laughs> the car with all that stuff and you know lugging all that stuff up and down the stairs or in the elevators, it, it's not so much fun. Yeah. Do they kind of st- store it like in a large, uh, like almost like a public storage or something like that? Over? Yeah, I think I don't. I we didn't yeah. go inspect the space where they take it. I'm just so happy that they're willing to take it. And I don't have to carry it and bring it back and store it in our basement <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So just a next business for us, right? Yeah. So, so you got to have employees as you manage your franchise. So if it's Zippy U or any business, you got to have employees. And and I want to talk today a little bit about finding and keeping employees for your business, right? Or we can we got to manage manage our business, we got to manage our franchise. Uh, so the idea is I want to talk a little bit about this idea of how we find and we retain uh, employees during a tough labor market because we all know it's a tough labor market right now. Um, and I believe that it really depends on you if you're going to find the right people and you're going to retain them. Is that fair? Yeah, I think you're um you're kind of have to attract the right people, right? It's like, you got to find them and attract them. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. And, and that's not easy in today's world, but I believe when we have a franchise, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. It's not 
easy. It's just an easier process because a franchise will help you find the, the key skilled people that you need with set processes and stuff like that. So I thought we'd spend a little time talking about that and then also talk about, okay, once we get these great people, how do we keep them in this today's very tight market? Sound good? Sounds good. So I know you've owned franchises. I've owned franchises. And, and so as we look at a franchise providing that support so that you're managing that franchise, franchise management, you are going to use a series of steps to find those key employees, right? So you think back to when you started your Comfort Keepers franchise, right? The first thing is you got to understand what kind of employees are you looking for? Who, who are you looking for? Exactly. I'm kind of like chuckling because uh, ironically, when I started, it was, uh, I was just was t- telling somebody about this the other day, but we actually went to the newspaper store and, and handed them a piece of paper saying, I want this, I want to put this ad in your paper. And, you know, it's like two or three sentences and costs like $175 and had your like phone number in there. Right. Yeah. So the, uh, the kids at the Ohio state are probably not going to relate to that at all, but probably not, probably not. But <laughs> so they, they tell you, this is the kind of person you're looking for, the characteristics they have, the type of skills, right? Yeah. And then they, most of the time have pre-written job descriptions. So the description of this job is blank. Yeah. With a franchise, I mean, ultimately like my, I tell everybody the franchise you're paying for a proven product or service and a proven sales and marketing strategy. So the sales and marketing of, yes, of course, it's how to sell your product or service, right? Whether it's haircuts or, or flooring or whatever, but that proven sales and marketing strategy actually equally as importantly applies to recruiting. So yeah. um, I think of, you know, recruiting and retaining all that, that's sales and marketing in my book. Yeah. Um, so as a franchise owner, you can't be, a, you know, you have to be a good team builder, can't be afraid to, um, you know, think about recruiting as sales and marketing and the franchise, the nice, what I love about franchising is, you know, not only most franchises that we work with will probably have, you know, 10, 30 plus locations open, maybe hundreds of locations. So they have, you know, they've done this time and time again. And you can also, you know, you have such a substantial uh, owner network. You can reach out to other owners and, you know, see what's working for them too. Yeah. So they tell you who you're looking for. They kind of give you the job descriptions. They probably have the pre-written job postings, right? What you should do. And they also leverage platforms like Indeed. So they have Mm -hmm. relationship up with, with Indeed. So they say, go to Indeed. This is exactly what you put in there. This is the person you're looking for. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I, we always like to say in franchising, a lot of it's an execution game, like you're executing the business plan or your execute or implementation or execution, however you want to think of it, but you're implementing, you know, the tried and true, basically. That's what, that's what the most successful people are doing. Yeah. And I've, I've heard of some franchisers will actually be part of the interviews, right? They'll, they'll look and say, uh, the applicants come in, they say, we think these are, these five are pretty good. And they may even watch the interviews and say, this is the one we think you should uh, hire. Yeah. You're talking about like the parent company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The franchisor. I think for key positions, that's, that's probably good. You know, if you're starting to get drilled down to like, you know, where you're hiring many, like, 10 or $15 an hour employees. I, I don't know that they're going to get super involved with that, but for key, key positions, that would be super helpful. So when we're managing our franchise, 
that could be the your manager that you have in place, or it could be your lead instructor, or you know, so from that's what you're talking about, kind of the the more skilled person uh, that would be in the business. Yes, um, yeah, it's amazing. The you know, I was going, I was thinking like customer facing, but then I was like, everybody's ultimately customer facing, right? So it's like you know, every position is super important. You have to get the right people, otherwise. You know, you're just you're not going to be able to uh, close the business. All right. So they tell you who you're looking for, how to find them. Right. They actually say, "Hey, here for the key people. This is you know the the ones we think you should talk to." They certainly can't tell you which one to hire, but they also provide things like recommended comp packages and stuff like that, a platform so that you as a business don't have to come up with them. They, they, at least they give you a, a shell of what is competitive to, 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 uh, to offer somebody. Yeah. The, um, a lot of franchise companies are using kind of that traction process. We've talked about that in a few of our podcasts. It's a manage, management system, but you know, it really, a lot of it flows from, you know, writing the right job description. And then each person that works for you, like it's, they're just crystal clear about what they're accountable for. So, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, doing a certain amount of marketing calls or whether it's making a certain amount of sandwiches or, or whatever it is, everybody knows, you know, their number basically. Yeah. Um, and then that helps you tie that to compensation. And then I have found that a lot of um, companies that do the best is, you know, once you get, once people know they're crystal clear on what they're supposed to do, if you can align their compensation with their performance, it's amazing. Um, you know, for example, like with senior care, if like overtime is something that can really kill us, right. Um, make or break the PL. So we're my schedulers, if they're able to keep overtime under a certain percent, then they get a, a very, actually a pretty substantial weekly bonus for that. Um, so that it helps them align their behavior with, um, our business goals that helps us be successful, um, on the P and L. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. You know, I, I know there are some franchise companies now, and we're seeing a growing trend, especially in this tight labor market, to make it easier, you know, to manage your franchise, where they have a recruiting department within the franchisor that they'll go out there and do recruiting for you. They can't, again, can't tell you who to hire, but they can basically go out there and do recruiting services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I just, I would have a lot of questions I'd want to ask and just make sure, because um, I do, at the end of the day, franchising is hyper-local. Um, I think it's, I think it's possible for the franchisors to help you out, but, you know, as the franchise owner, ultimately the buck stops here. You have to be able to go get, you have to be able to go recruit your own employees, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Um but that they can help you kind of get the ball rolling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I, I see it as being a growing trend and yeah. uh, how, how the franchisees play into that. Again, it's they're your team members. All right. And then, you know, once you get that team member, the benefit of a franchise as you're trying to manage that franchise is that they have all the onboarding and all the training processes set up for you. So it's pretty turnkey once you get that employee. Yeah. Systems and processes, that's what franchising is really known for. So they're going to kind of reduce the friction and figure out, you know, it's amazing. Even if, you know, one, any of our listeners ever want to go to like the Uber, you know, you go to the Uber website, it's like, yeah, you can, um, you know, book a, a, a car. But if you look at their website, you can become a driver. 
And if you just kind of click through there, you'll realize how like effortlessly and seamless and like there's no friction. Like you could become an Uber driver. Yeah. Um, it's not super hard, you know, that you can upload your documents and do the background check. It's 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 just very elegant. Yeah. And a lot of franchise systems have really, you know, kind of focused on streamlining the recruiting with the uh, online. Yeah, recruiting and then certainly getting them on board. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. Now, in this tight labor market, we leverage a franchise system. We find that great employee. Now we got to keep them. And that is really on us. That's now us managing the, the team, leading the team uh, from that standpoint as a business owner. And so let's talk a little bit about how we keep people in this very tight labor market. So I know you're an expert at this. <laughs> You've got a, a ton of employees. So what's the first thing with the base, just, just to stay competitive, to keep them? What's the first thing that you have to have? I think uh, an easy way to differentiate, and I don't know if this sounds a little bit out there, but um, employees in general, I feel like are looking for appreciation. Um, So it's not, you know, yes, it's a lot about the compensation and how much per hour, what's my salary, but ultimately people want to feel appreciated and like they're contributing um, to the company and doing something worthwhile. Um, So I think it's, important that your company's, you know, set up so that your employees do feel like, you know, they're making a difference and that they're appreciated. Um, it's kind of, uh, you know, you can motivate people with the carrot or the stick. <laughs> um, you know, we kind of grew up with it, mostly the stick, but it's yeah. more, a little bit more of the carrot these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, people have to know that you care about them uh, from mm-hmm. a standpoint that separates you. And it's, uh, I know they have to be a little bit more flexible in what they do with the employees. You want to work home, work from home two days a week, or you, do you want to, you know, do whatever, you know, that's part of the give and take about how we, we care. Yeah. Well, and ultimately we live in a highly tech, you know, technology centric world. So, you know, a lot of our employees are working, you know, somewhat, I don't want to say 24 seven, but because they're the phone or the computer, like, that, you know, they're, it's, it's just like for you and me, sometimes it's hard to turn it off. So they are working a lot or they're, it takes <laughs> taking up a lot of mind share. So I think it is important to give a lot of flexibility to yeah. uh, when and where you work at, you know, that's what it's super important going back to job descriptions and metrics and what your number is and what you're responsible for. Because if you can nail those, then to some extent, you don't really care or you don't have to micromanage, you know, the clacking in and clacking out and some of these other, you know, sick time, like my employees basically, you know, have as much, you know, sick or vacation time as they need. Um, but they have, they're responsible to get their, their work done. Sure. And is it important as you look to kind of keep these, these good team members to always make sure that they're on with what's the purpose of the business? What, what are we, what are we doing from some point? Is that, is that kind of getting them buying into that purpose of the business Yeah. or the mission? Yeah. And that going back to that traction book, that's, you know, kind of, you know, step one is defining, you know, what your company's doing, the mission. A lot of times the franchisors will have done that for you kind of at a global level across the system. But I think it's super important as, you know, a new franchise owner in your local town um, to really uh, prioritize that because, you know, again, going back to with franchising, you're paying, you're getting a proven product or service and a proven sales and marketing strategy, like the values that the franchisor has been talking about 
um, with the existing locations and how they built that, that's going to, you can't underestimate how important that is actually to your new location um, that you're starting up and you want to make sure that that's translating through. And it's kind of, you could think of the word indoctrination in a positive way. Like you want your employees to, you know, basically be indoctrinated with the, the ethos of your company. Um, you know, you think about the company junk luggers as an example, right? There's tons of junk com- junk removal companies, but the junk lugger um, employees just love it because they're really focused on saving the environment, keeping things out of the landfill, uh, things like that. Sure. So yeah, just helping helping them plug into kind of the the bigger picture. I think is super important. Yeah, and of course you have to have competitive pay, and I think you mentioned earlier you have to have variable pay that's based on performance, execution, stuff like that. I get that. Um, one of the things that I think a little bit about, and I've been reading on this, is that in today's world, team members want to know or have transparency to what their career path is. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And what I've really enjoyed is, you know, some of the employee, early on employees that have grown with us, they now, um, you know, their compensation package is such that they couldn't really go work anywhere else and make the same because we've been able to grow together and, you know, their compensation is tied to the growth of the company. Um, you know, I've heard some stories about Jimmy John's as an example and some of their store managers just, you know, they're making six figures because they, it's like extreme ownership. They, you know, a lot of the Jimmy John uh, store managers have extreme ownership and they just um, solve problems. And so the franchise owner just doesn't even have to worry about it. That's my kind of business, right? Yeah, uh, totally. So, yeah. I'd rather paying. pay a little, pay yeah. a little more for those key employees and then, you know, scale with more locations and make some of those problems go away. Right. Yeah. And I think it's also an atmosphere. It's a culture, right? Do, do you do events for your, your team members? You know, do you have a like bowling night or do anything else like that? Uh, we've been a little light on that the last couple of years, kind of trying to start to get back into this, the swing sure. of things. Um, but, and then it, yeah. So I think that that's a, that's a fun, you know, that's a good idea, especially for maybe the office office team or what have you. Yeah. We have a lot of remote workers, you know, that, yeah. so. Absolutely. And I think a little bit about in today's world where people just want to contribute. Mm-hmm. And so it's about this idea of having a culture where if somebody comes up with an idea, you, you listen to the ideas, how something could be better, a process, a system and stuff like that. I'm certainly you're probably open to that kind of stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. It is. Um, I'm just chuckling because you know I'm thinking back when we were growing up, everything was kind of more a little bit more rough around the edges. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, that's a really good idea. You know, tell me more about that. You know, let's let's put some more meat on the bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, at four, they weren't really interested in kind of new ideas sometimes. So yeah, uh, for sure. At least my background. Uh, perfect. You know, Nat. I think in today's world, as we look at being a business owner, managing our franchise. You know, bottom line is, is that we got to get the right people and we got to keep them. And a yep. franchise gives us that benefits, right? Of finding the right people. And then once we got those people, then it's on us as business owners, leaders to, to keep them. And, and it's so important in today's tight labor market to to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, you have to make people are looking for a home. They're looking for some place to you know contribute and, and um, feel proud of what they're doing. and yeah. You know, I think also when you're thinking about depending on what kind of business it is, but a lot of times you have to kind of always be 
have your radar up for good employees or, or be recruiting. And then, you know, once you create that culture, then, you know, you'll start to get word of mouth employees. Um, you know, your employees will, you know, tell other people and, and your clients will tell, you know, and then all of a sudden it starts to all kind of all right. um, go good. Now we got to keep all this in mind when we start our college moving business, right? Moving these kids out of dorms. I, I'm telling you, I, I like the zippy you idea. I think you and I, we, we got to look at this. So we'll, we'll have to talk about that later. Sound good? Sounds good, Pete. Have an all awesome right. day. All you right. too. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.